Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, and giving me a little bit of your time. Maybe it makes the day go a little faster, and gives you some tools for your toolbox, and uh, Hopefully it helps our country just a little bit. Thank you for those of y'all that continue to uh, share the podcast, tell others about it, to subscribe to the additional episodes on Buzzsprout. I'm very grateful for that. Appreciate it. And I will try and use your time wisely. Not, Not much more to report on the homestead than the last time. It's hot. It is incredibly dry, despite the one pretty nice rain, I guess about a week ago, maybe a little bit longer. Um, They claim fall is coming, so we'll see. One can always hope. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record the podcasts. Thank you for the people that listen to them. Share them. Subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for living in America. Thank you for the price that those before us have paid to secure liberty and freedom for us. Watch over those who lead us, Lord, from the president and vice president on down, senators, representatives, judges. Be with them, guide them, give them wisdom and courage, give them a strong faith, help them to look to you. Forgive us our sins, Father, as a nation particularly for turning away from you. Forgive us our sins as individuals, whatever they are for each one of us. Help us to overcome them. And God, my words here today, Lord, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're in this little series <clears throat> on literacy rates in education, trying to tie that in uh, or show how it ties in between the ability to read and write English, reading and understanding the Bible, and freedom and liberty. read a couple of quotes from John Quincy Adams in writings to his son on the last episode. We're going to start with the one we ended with last time, with regard to the history contained in the Bible, it is not so much praiseworthy to be acquainted with it as it is shameful to be ignorant of it. The people in his time, they knew the Bible, uh, and that was kind of just expected. Uh, If you didn't know the Bible, that was unexpected, and it was not a virtue, and it still isn't. It's just that more and more of us don't know the Bible today. Which really, folks, it makes it hard to understand our founding because there's a lot of 
quotes and excerpts that our founders used, references to the Bible. We talked about that Benjamin Franklin quote. He said, you know, I use all these quotes in America. I don't have to explain them because people understand the Bible. They know the Bible. But I have found often when I'm in France and England that when I use biblical quotes, the people are really left confused and they don't understand. And so we show this tie between freedom and God constantly on the podcast. And so we're just going to function with that assumption today. The farther we get from God, the, the less we understand the Bible, the farther we're going to get from freedom, right? And so if you look almost universally today, people know that we have a problem in our education system. The issue is why? And the issue that you're really seeing with school choice today is why is there such a hard push not to allow parents to take their kids out of public school or to hinder that process, make that process harder? And there's a really simple, I guess it's simple, there's a reason. It's very clear. And it goes back to John Dewey talking about the fact that the main job of education in a socialist, communist, he was talking about the, the schools, the state schools in Russia in the 1920s, but the main job is to separate children from God and from their family. Uh, and we've talked recently, one of the ways that, that they did that was making the school day and the school year longer and longer and longer so that you break those traditional relationships between the child and God the church and the child and their parents, their family, their grandparents, aunts and uncles. Another quote from John Quincy Adams, it is so obvious to every reasonable being that he did not make himself and the world which he inhabits could as little make itself. So the earth didn't make itself, right? Like the rocks didn't make themselves that the moment we begin to exercise the power of reflection, it seems impossible to escape the conviction that there is a creator. You know some of your duties and the obligations you are under to become acquainted with them all. It is in the Bible you must learn them, and from the Bible how to practice them. Uh, and so, it, you know, in a Christian nation, and we were born a Christian nation, we talk about this frequently on the podcast, uh, Woodrow Wilson's quote, I always go back to just because it's so succinct. America was born a Christian nation. That's his quote. That's the statement. And so our principles are based on the principles of Christ. And if we don't follow them, then we don't have a country. It is no slight testimonial to the ver verity, the truth, and worth of Christianity that in all ages since its promulgation, the great mass of those who have risen to eminence by their profound wisdom, integrity, and philanthropy have recognized and reverenced in Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. This is the publisher in 1848, what they wrote about the letters between John Quincy Adams and his son. And this is an excerpt out of the Founders Bible. Uh, the Wall Builders Association. 
And so what I'd like to do here is just try and quickly run through uh, a few little quotes that I pulled from different places. So national, the NAEP reading at grades four and eight uh, from in 2022, the average reading score at both fourth and eighth grade across the nation decreased by three points compared to 2019. At fourth grade, the average reading score was lower than all previous assessment years going back to 2005 and was not significantly different in comparison to 1992 when the records began being kept for the NAEP. At eighth grade, the average reading score was lower compared to all previous assessment years going back to 1998 and was not significantly different compared to 1992. In 2022, 4th and 8th grade reading scores declined for most states' jurisdictions compared to 2019. Average scores are reported on NAEP reading scales at grades 4 and 8 that range from 0 to 500. And this is uh, from the NAEP National Reading Assessment in 2022. So, uh, the bottom line is that at the end of elementary, our reading scores are declining, and at the end of middle school, uh, which is hugely important because it is a time that children used to be able to uh, leave school and go out and get a job, right, or at least to begin to do that, uh, the scores are lower. So we can't read. As well and there's a little graph that goes with this and it shows so for the fourth grade the scores in 92 were 217 the average scores and in 2022 they were 217 uh, and then 260 for both 92 and 2022 in the eighth grade and so we're we're not making a we're not really we haven't made any progress basically in the last 30 years uh, and we're declining we're the lowest level we've been at uh, in a couple of decades so we made a little bit of progress and then now we've gone down so your score this is the American Academy of Arts and Sciences the score and mean SAT writing score of college bound seniors and they break it down by gender uh, it doesn't really matter because going all the way back to 67, the writing score, right, the verbal uh, for male and female was around 540 points. That was in 1967. In 2015, the average for both in the verbal for male and female is around a little south of 500, so a drop of about uh, 50 points, and you see a steady decline from 67 all the way to uh, 2015. And this is the ones that took it the graduating year of high school. And that's when they took the exam. And then the writing, uh, which has only been since about 2007, for both male and female, uh, decreases. The female writing was from about a little over 500 to maybe around 490 and then the male was from around 490 to 
a little bit below 480. So again, a drop there over the last, <clears throat> oh, 10 years, decade that's, that's recorded here. So our, our verbal, our ability to comprehend the language is getting worse. And our ability to write the language is getting worse, right? And so there's a couple other uh, polls here. I think this is, yeah, both of these are from Gallup. And I'm going to try and tie this all in. So going all the way back to uh, the 40s, church membership among U.S. adults uh, that they were a member uh, in the 40s was somewhere between around 75% of the population were members of churches. And it has decreased pretty steadily until the early 2000s, and then it took a nosedive. And in 2020, that was the first year that it was below 50%. So less than half of American adults now uh, claim membership at churches at 47%. And then the other one, and I again, I'll try and tie this all in together, the, the view of the Bible, right? Uh, going back to the late 70s, uh, around 40 plus percent of Americans thought that it was either uh, the actual word and then another 40 percent about thought that it was the inspired word of God, the actual word of God or inspired word. And it was only about 10 to 13% there that thought that it was a fable, that it was history and just kind of moral lessons to be taken. So now uh, the percentage that thinks that it's inspired by God is, is still around, it's around 50%. Uh, but the percent that thinks it's the actual word of God and the percent that thinks it's fables have switched. And so the the actual word of God is a little less than 25% and the percent who think it's a fable, a fairy tale, is above 25%. And so uh, there was another stat I was going to throw in there, uh, but I, I didn't, sadly, when you do podcast prep, you, I really have to have everything right in front of me, and I don't right now, but it was talking about the decline in the number of people that read the Bible. Uh, and it's pretty shocking statistics when you get into it, the percentages of people uh, really even particularly people that claim to be Christian that open their Bible about once or twice a year. And so we can't read uh, and write English. Uh, we're getting worse at that, right, as a nation, statistically. And we have fewer and fewer people going to church, uh, fewer people that read their Bible, and fewer people that view the Bible as God's Word. And so you go back and you look at our founders, right? Those quotes we read by John Quincy Adams are just one example of just a mountain of other examples talking about how important the Bible is, how pivotal it is to our ability to become good citizens, to ensure freedom and liberty are passed on, uh, to be respectable members of society for both men and women. And then you look at the, the previous series we did here on the podcast talking about how much our founders and our ancestors, both in Europe and in America, paid to make sure that the Bible was available for all the masses to read. And then you tie that in to the fact that there's this push to keep kids in only public schools, to maintain those tax dollars going to public schools that are producing students that read and write 
more and more poorly, right, that don't have the Bible at the center of education. So we don't teach our children the founding principles of our country and they can read and write and understand less well than they could even just a decade ago. And we can't understand why our country is falling apart. You have to have education. You have to have a population that can read and write. And most importantly, you have to have a population that knows the Bible and the principles in there. Even if you're not Christian, folks, even if you are atheist or agnostic or Buddhist or Hindu or Muslim or whatever it is, you have to know those principles because otherwise our republic can't survive. And we're not surviving. We're declining, just like our it's, it's, it's the same, folks. We're declining just like our literacy rates, our Bible literacy rates, our ability to read and write. We're on the same declining trend. And you, the way you turn that around is, lo and behold, read the Bible. Teach your kids to read and write. As a nation, make decisions that will allow children to better read and write and know the Bible. If you get a chance, tell one person about the podcast. If you get a chance, subscribe to it. It's three bucks a month. You get all the extra episodes that we publish each week. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America, folks. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.